Happy Days is back. I'm back. The Gamecocks are back. All is right in the world. Welcome to episode 8 of Cox by 90. I am your host, Shalmi Ortiz. What a week to be a Gamecock. What a week to be alive. Wednesday night was something special. Monday night gave me the warm and fuzzies. Oh, I just, oh, what a week. What a week to be a Gamecock. You know, I just, uh, I guess, where, where do I start? I'm going to have to start with Wednesday night. I mean, that was something magical. I was, uh, I was there in attendance watching from the baseline. Um, to watch that unfold, it was something special. I, we had some fight in us. We had some fight that I hadn't seen from us all year. Going down 14 in the second half, willing our way through every foul call, through every miss free throw. Um, it was it was a special night. I um, my all my Gamecock years. There's a couple that I remember fondly. Georgia 2012. Florida, 2010, Spurrier's first year beating Florida at home. Obviously, the Bama win. Basketball, yes, Kentucky has been on the end of some of those special wins. Last night was just special. To be in attendance for a buzzer beater, I mean, it was – it's hard to describe – I mean, the only way I can describe it is that feeling I get when I'm about to go into a blooming Onion from Outback that's extra crispy. It's something special. And you just, you can't put it in words. It, you, you, the feels, the feels, it's, it was special. But Wednesday night, you know, it was a great win. It was something um, we needed desperately. You all that tune in every single week. You heard me say on the last episode, between Tennessee and Kentucky, we had to split these games. That Tennessee game, oh my goodness, back and forth, back and forth. You know, I'm not going to go shoulda, coulda, woulda. I wish we could take one up in Rocky Top. We didn't, but that made the Kentucky game a must win. And if you would have told me the stat line that Coats are – would have played three minutes. A.J. Lawson would only have two points. That Bolden wouldn't even play in the game. I would tell you we would have gotten blown out by 30. Shoot, maybe even more than that. But look in here, we had some special players step up. And it starts with Kuznard. It starts and ends with Kuznard. He got the start in the game. He played aggressive from the get-go. He made the baskets when they counted. He made free throws when they counted. Filled up the stat line. Rebounds, assist, 26 points. Stayed out of foul trouble. Four from five from the three-point line. 
heck of a night, sir. Heck of a night to have a ball game at your home court in a packed arena. I tell you, shout out to the students. They came out in droves, filled up the lower bowl sections, took the top three sections that they were allocated to. It was something special. Colonial Life Arena can be something special when our fans are there. Frank Martin alluded to it in the press conference. When that place is rocking, it's something special. You know, you might be saying, Jeff, you've said something special here 10 different times. Wednesday night was a special night. It was a special win. We needed that win. This team needed that win. Quite frankly, Frank Martin needed that win. And one thing that win did the most was give our fans a little bit of hope. It gives our fans a little bit of hope taking down another top 10 team that we can still have the season that we want to have, and that's making the big dance. We want to be dancing. And this team has the pieces, and a lot of teams can say this, but when put together resembles, in my opinion, a top four SEC team. You might be like, holy, that is outrageous. No way. Yes, it is absolutely true. A.J. Lawson, you all heard me say it again on the last episode. I'm not sure where his mindset's at right now, but the guy played extraordinary as a freshman. And quite frankly, the first couple games this year, he was playing well. He's hit a slump. He's hit the sophomore slump, uh, and he's got to get out of it because it's a deep, 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 deep hole. And he can't continue to be living in that hole because we're going to need him. You got a guy like A.J. Lawson. Kuznard plays the way he did. Manaya gives you 10 to 12 off the bench. Coatsar, who arguably has been our best performer on the court this season, having an all-SEC caliber year, continues to give you, let's just say anywhere between 13 to 15 a game, bringing in re- you know, 10 rebounds. Keyshawn Bryant jumping out of the gym. He's a guy that can get you 12, 12 to 15 a game. And then our bench. I don't know why Bolden didn't play on Wednesday night. I kind of probably could tell you that he didn't react in a way that Frank would want somebody to react to a benching with Kuznard taking the start on Wednesday night. There had to have been something there. This is a speculation, but there had to have been something there. But if you get a guy like him believing in the sixth man role, Wildens Levesque is a big body freshman coming into his own. I talked about Frank, strong stat line. McCreary, the guy's just hustling. Trey Hannibal, my boy, Taz, the Tasmanian devil. I tell you, the fans, the only time they booed on Wednesday night was when Frank took Trey out of the game. That was, it was something to see. I kind of feel for the guy in some ways because the fans are so attached to him right now that he, he's got this pressure to perform for the fans too because it's like 
everybody's in Trey Hannibal's corner. They're cheering when he's going to check in. They're booing when he's coming off the court. Everybody wants him all around me while I'm sitting at the game. Everybody's yelling, put Hannibal in. And it's fun. The guy's a fun player to watch. I think he showed us in the second half why Frank is hesitant to put him in the game more often. He had two awful fouls when we were in the double bonus, and the fouls were – they hadn't even reached half court. So you get a guy like that going, at least able to give you some quality minutes. I'd expect if we're able to get 10 minutes out of Hannibal um, towards the end of the season that something's happening and something's going right way. And then also T.J. Moss. Again, Frank likes him. He knows the offense, which is something that you can trust a bench player to know. You got to keep him in there. He's got the length. He played strong minutes, too. Played 23 minutes on Wednesday night. That shows you how much Frank Martin trusts in T.J. Moss. And you look at all those pieces together and you say, what do I have? You have a top four SEC team. Teams that potentially could be better on paper. Auburn, they had a tough loss Wednesday night. They went down to Bama. Well, you could say Florida. Yeah, they beat us. And I think Florida is catching their groove. Um, But we were neck and neck with them until the final three minutes. I think that game's a toss-up on a neutral court. You look at Tennessee, one-point loss at their place, neutral court, anybody's ball game. Kentucky, we beat them. So, challenge me that if our team isn't playing up to their capabilities, that we're not a top four team in the SEC. Our road, I said it all along, the first five games are brutal. We're one and two right now. Saturday is almost as just important of a game as Wednesday night was. You have to show that you can win the games you're supposed to win. It's simple as that. We have to show that we can win the games we're supposed to win. We didn't do it against Boston University. We didn't do it against Stetson. Stetson. And, you know, some people say Northern Iowa, that team – you know, from my last looking at the bracketology, they're right there in the mix. Um, so, hey, we've got two bad losses. We've made it up with two great wins at Virginia, Kentucky at home. I hate to even talk about the Taters, but with them beating Chapel Hill and Duke back-to-back, that win is looking better and better. So... Who, who am I not to say that the Gamecocks are a top four team, can go in, win at A&M on Saturday, be two and two, heading to Auburn next week. And, and like I said, you get out of these first five games, three and two, absolutely incredible feat. Go win at AM, get the fans, get everybody believing in you, bring that momentum into Auburn. Who knows what happens? 
as I said all along, two and three is fine to start these first five games. That's how brutal of a stretch it was. You couldn't go one and four. These next two games, you got to at minimum split them. You win both of them. Now we're talking getting back in the tournament picture. As crazy as that sounds, that would mean that you would have another top 25 win at Auburn. And at the moment, that would be three top 25 wins. That would be four quadrant one wins. Clemson would count as a quad one win because of the fact it was on the road. So now you're starting to put a resume together where looking at some of the teams last year, some of the teams didn't even have three quad one wins that were getting in the tournament. I know it's going to come down to wins and losses, and ultimately that 20 wins number is where you want to be. And to do that, you got to beat A&M on Saturday. It's simple as that. you got to get the fan base back believing in you. And I think we can do it. I think A.J. Lawson's going to have a bounce-back game. Again, I don't know what happened to Bolden, but if he can believe in that six-man role, again, watch out for this team. Watch out. And if you all follow me on social media, a couple of you got a little heads up on Wednesday as I was heading down 26 to the City of Dreams. I put out a nice little video to give you all a heads up. Gamecocks at home were a plus 205 on the money line against Kentucky. We've beaten Kentucky four times since 2010. Almost split in the series. No other team in the SEC is doing that. For those of you that follow me, got that tip. You sprinkled a little money on them. And hopefully you had a nice payday. I say that because if you're not following on me, get at it. Cox underscore by underscore 90. I'm on Instagram. I'm on Twitter. I'm on TikTok. Get at it. Make you some money. And that's two covers, by the way. We covered at Tennessee as well, too. So, Cox are looking good as a basketball cover this year. Keep that in your back pocket. Keeping it on the hardwood. Women's basketball team came in ranked number one in the polls this week. You all know what I'm thankful for. I'm thankful for Dawn Staley. She has been the rock throughout this this oh I don't know, this has been tough. But she's been the rock. I don't know how many seasons now. Four, five straight seasons, consistently winning, consistently winning at a high level. She's rebuilding, reloading, and she's doing what top tier big time programs do. She's got a great freshman class that continues to roll. Seen a number one by any Gamecock athletic team is something special. It's something to talk about. And if you all want to have a good time, and if you like to have a good time, then I'd tell you, go ahead and start looking in early April 
because the women's final four is in New Orleans. And if there's a sure thing right now, death, taxes, and Lady Gamecocks making it to New Orleans this year, that's how special we are. I'm booking my flight. I hope I'll see y'all down there. And speaking of New Orleans, there was a football game on this past Monday night. There was a special football game on this past Monday night. Boy, did those tigers look good. Some of you all questioned me last week making my prediction. Jeff, are you crazy? You really think LSU could win by two touchdowns? Jeff, what? This, that, what, what? Yes, yes, of course they could win by two touchdowns. Clemson is a phony. They, the ACC is weak. They should have never beat Ohio State. The game should have been even more of a blowout than it was. Great win. It was a great win for Gamecock Nation. The Gamecocks won on Monday night. For some of you all tuning in, Gamecock Nation won on Monday night. Anytime Clemson loses, and they hadn't lost in, what, three years, two and a half years? It's a win for Gamecock Nation. Tuesday morning, it was a little easier to get out of bed. I had a little more pep in my step. Sang a little bit louder. Smiled a little bit wider. It was a great day to be a Gamecock. LSU is just a better team. Joe Burrow, you all heard me say it. Far and away the better quarterback. What quarterback threw for over 400 yards and five touchdowns? Had 60 yards rushing? That wasn't Lord Trevor Lawrence. No, that was King Burrow. King Burrow did that. Don't let those taters fool you. They're a fraud. They're a fraud. And this is the beginning of the end. They're going to lose at Notre Dame in the third week of the season next year. It's going to be two losses in their last four games, and there's going to be panic in the hills. You heard it here first, and it's going to happen. I don't care who they get back. I don't care if they get Travis Etienne back like they're talking about. He makes more money at Clemson than he would in the NFL. Listen to me. Clemson gets showcased in these Weak ACC games. Monday night showed them for who they were. They were a fraud. I would have much rather seen Ohio State play in that game. Would have gave them a better matchup. Quite frankly, that thing wasn't even close in the second half. And if you listened to me last week, you made a bunch of money Monday night. You hammered LSU. And life's good. All is well in the world. 
I don't care if they, they could beat us a hundred times. Keep losing that national championship. That's fine with me. Oh my God, Tuesday was great. The orange little flags were gone. The pom-poms were gone. The tiger tails off the back of the cars were gone. They went into hibernation. Don't know if they're going to come back out. Who are we kidding? They'll come back out. They'll come back out after that first ACC Cupcake game. They'll probably play somebody like Boston College to open up the season. Then have a really tough test against Duke. But, hey, that third game against Notre Dame, they're going down. And Panic in the Hills is coming. It's coming. LSU, on the other hand, man. Now, that's a true champion. That's a team that wasn't a fraud. That's a team that had talent top to bottom, showcased the talent, and played extremely well. You know, these past couple of days, though, since the national championship, Joe Brady going to the Panthers, Dave Aranda taking the Baylor head coaching job, Ed Orjan's going to have his work cut out for him this offseason. But I think he'll be able to go and snag whoever he wants. I mean, LSU pays big money. I think they were playing Aranda close to $2 million a year, their defensive coordinator. They've got money down there. They've got money in the bayou. They'll be able to go get who they want. And for you all Gamecock fans that haven't taken a peek at the 2020 schedule, we play in Baton Rouge this year. So it is nice and welcoming to see a little bit of turnover in that staff because of the fact that I don't know if we've got four or five defenders in the backfield that could have stopped Joe Brady's passing scheme. I don't. I don't. I mean, Joe Brady, passing game coordinator, thank goodness he's still not there. That, that, I would have already chalked that thing up as a guaranteed loss. Now it's a maybe loss. Maybe we lose. Maybe more than likely we lose. But now it's not a full loss, which is great. As a Gamecock fan, there's, it's nice to have a couple of those. Maybe we might lose. That's kind of like Georgia was last year. Maybe we might lose. But we didn't, and we won. Circle that game on the calendar next year. That could be one of those special wins in 2020. I tell you, it's, it's been a great week to be a Gamecock fan. Clemson losing, women's basketball number one, taking down top 10 Kentucky Wednesday night. It's been a great, great week to be a Gamecock fan. I'm excited about Saturday. Tomorrow is a huge game for Frank Martin and the rough and tough Gamecocks because it's a must win. You win that game, you get the team building a little bit of more confidence in themselves. You get the fans building confidence. It's a huge game. 
must win. Tune in Saturday. We can take all the support we can get. I'll leave you all with this. Cherish weeks like this as a Gamecock fan. They don't come too often these days, and I don't take anything for granted. So enjoy it. Enjoy the ride. It was a great week. I'm hoping that there are better days and weeks and years to come as a Gamecock fan. This week was a good week. Happy Days is back. I'm happy. You all should be happy. Go Cox. Spurs up. Cox by 90. And let's shake this place.